0: I mean, to do that. I will not be able to do that. I to Oh yeah, that's right, it's all about the money, money, money at the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage and we're closing in on some money time in the NFFC. Hello everyone, welcome to the Friday, August 25th edition of the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast. The band's back together, Greg, Tom, and Derek. Now only seven days away from our live events in Las Vegas and New York City. Tom, one week from today, your host at auctions... At Hotel Pennsylvania New York City, I'm hosting auctions at the beautiful Bellagio in Las Vegas. Are you ready for this yet? Yeah, I am. I've been ready for a
1: while. It's going to be a lot of fun. we got uh, sign pouring in. we got a few spots still left, but not many, and they're going to go quick. Then we're going to have a big day on Friday. We'll have two auctions, two prime times, the Super that will be broadcast live on Sirius XM. And then on Saturday, Primetimes and Classics again, so it's going to be a great weekend. It's two
0: days, but it is action-packed and a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. In fact, uh, you mentioned the Sirius XM. We're going to have the Super Draft live on the channel, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Derek, we're going to have you do a little play-by-play. We're going to have you interview some guys beforehand. It's going to be on from 7 to 9 Eastern time uh, next Friday, Derek you ready for that are you ready to be a star behind the microphone now that you've never won a national title here in the nffc
2: (laughs) again i don't know about the star but yeah i'm looking forward to it it sounds like adam moronis and i'll at least start it off and maybe tom jumps in later or something but i'll I'll do what's ever needed there and yeah i'm I'm looking forward to interviewing some of the participants and breaking down you know good picks bad picks marginal picks and whatnot so yeah uh it'll be my uh, serious radio debut so yeah i'm excited
0: yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. I'm going to the Bellagio. I have only two spots left on Saturday in the Classic. Everything else is sold out that first weekend. We've got two supers online that weekend that I'll be monitoring, and we're adding another super. I mean, we sold out three ultimates. Yesterday, we sold out the diamond. I mean, everything's flying off. Money, money, money. That's what we're talking about. Our guys are going to be battling for some big prize money not only at live, but also in the RotoWire Online Championship and the Cutline Championship every night. I mean, Tom, the number of onlines, like you said, this is crazy. This is unprecedented for us. I mean, we are going to blow out our numbers this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's they're selling out like hotcakes. It's great. Uh, it's keeping us
1: busy, but it's a good kind of busy, and uh, it could certainly be a record year in the online championship. Uh, really numbers just across the board. I mean, we're over seventy-three hundred, over 7,350 total teams now. Like I said, uh, either yesterday or the day before, we should get 10,000 total teams yeah. when it's all said and done. it's oh, yeah. a lot of fun. It's just great to be selling out so many leagues and seeing everybody drafting every night.
0: You know, we talk about the first couple rounds in these drafts. I looked at some last night. It's starting to really stabilize. Guys are moving on up. I mean, I'm not going to pick them all out, but Derek, I mean, Delvin Cook, I saw, went 14th last night, 15th. I know it. (laughs) I mean, he is really moving up. And again, we could talk all day long about guys moving up, but he is really standing out since last week.
2: That's crazy. I mean, I love Dalvin Cook. You guys know that, but fourteen—that—that yep. that might be a bit high, even for me. So
0: that's but what I said. Yep, I agree with you. I said at the to time I can't take him at fourteen or fifteen.
2: I hope he ends up that high as a Vikings fan, though, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I guess so. Yeah. That's what you want, right? Yeah. You know, here's the th- here's the thing. We always, you know, we tell people watch the ADP, but at the end of the day, it's your team. But you know, fourteen or fifteen, you're getting him in the second round right yep. that, from that pick spot yep. in all, in, in almost all certainty you're getting him there so you don't have to take him there that's how you use the adp to your advantage i understand liking him that much and that's wonderful but understand where he's going and you can get him there in the second round
0: and still get a, a great player with your first pick while we talk about players jumping certain guys when we get to the live draft sure we have the adps sure we know where guys are going to go but this is an example of a guy getting jumped before the live draft so i'm looking forward to the live drafts we'll see who really gets dropped jumped and we'll talk about it on our podcast we're going to be doing them live from new york and we're going to do them in las vegas as well so tune in to this Channel, if you will. Okay, now only sixteen days of drafts left. That's right, sixteen shopping days left in the NFFC. Like Tom said, we have over over thirteen hundred online championship teams already headed for a sellout, and then some. Eleven 1, hundred cutline teams are already as well. So, man, things are just great right now. And we got football on the TV airwaves all weekend long. So, Derek, I have a feeling you're going to be even busier this weekend, right?
2: um i'm not sure that's possible but i guess uh <laughs> it is possible we will be busier but the last three weeks we have been quote unquote yeah. busy so yeah looking forward to it i mean i'm gonna bat down the hatches send the kids out to, to their aunt's house for a while i think and uh get in front of the tv watch drafts and, and watch some football so yeah excited uh it's coming to the swan song here we're getting real close to the live events um let's just keep it rolling
0: yeah, let's keep it rolling for sure. All right, last night there were two games I want to talk about. I don't know if you guys were able to watch them while you were watching drafts last night. I had that uh, Miami Philadelphia game on. I'll tell you what, for a preseason game, that was an exciting game. I mean, it was thirty-eight to thirty-one. I think it was fourteen, fourteen at the end of the first quarter. Jay Ajayi already had fifty-three yards rushing and two touchdowns in that first <laughs> quarter. Tom, those were fantasy numbers that everyone's got to love. And hey, maybe we gotta eat apple pie here or humble pie, if you will, Bro, because. You've been against the Jaya for a while, right? <laughs> he looked really good. I mean, there's no and, and again,
1: I've never denied his upside. I've I've been very clear that I think I think he's got a lot of upside. I just thought there was risk involved with where he was being selected. I still think the risk is there. He's still got to catch passes. He's not going to score two touchdowns in every quarter, or <laughs> every, much less every game. So we have to back off a little. He looked great. Yeah, and I like I do like him. But the risks involved are still there. Is he going to catch passes out of the backfield? Is he going to have those extreme highs and extreme lows that he had last year? I tell you what, though, Jay Cutler's big arm could help him. Because yep. Jay Cutler's going to fire it downfield. Tannehill can't do that. So like we saw last night, we could see a lot of two-yard touchdown opportunities for Ajayi because Cutler's going to air it out downfield. That could lead to big plays, could lead to pass interference. So I'm, I'm warming up to him in the second
0: round. I still think there's a risk. Yeah, I think we got to watch tonight's drafts cuz he may go into first round uh tonight. You know, guys will see yeah. what he, what they looked at last night and think that they got to jump him. Uh, I mean, he was bouncing off guys. He was tough to tackle last night, so he definitely was impressive. Speaking of impressive, you know, he talked about Jay Cutler. He's 5 of 8 for 105 yards. Big, long pass to Parker, and I think we're going to have to get used to that, don't you think, Derek? I mean, he likes to throw deep. That's what Parker does best. He wasn't as valuable under Tannehill, but, man, he may be more valuable than Jarvis Landry at the end of the day.
2: Very good chance he, he will be. Um, that's you know that's kind of Cutler's M.O., throwing to those big yep. wide receivers a la Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. So um, there's still some value with Landry there, but I think Devontae Parker is, is, is his main target.
0: Yeah, I think so. And then we saw Torrey Smith get a long bomb, 50 yards and a touchdown. Now he only had one reception. Again, I've never been a Torrey Smith guy. He's hit or miss, maybe a good best ball guy, but Tom see anything there with him I mean Jeffrey had a good touchdown reception as well I thought he looked pretty good last night talk about those two wide receivers yeah I
1: mean I, I like the passing game here I like it a lot it's one of the reasons yeah. why I like when Zach Ertz looked good we didn't see Darren Sproles at all we know what Darren Sproles can do in the passing game yeah Torrey Smith is who he is he's yeah. a hit or miss big play he's kind of a poor man to Sean Jackson but in a in a DC format best ball format sure I like him I do Jeffrey can play it's just can he stay healthy for 16 games He's motivated, one-year contract, so that'll be big motivation for him to stay on the field. I like this passing game an awful lot for a lot of reasons, and including I don't like their running game at all. Ditto so for me. I
0: think going to have to throw it a lot.
2: Yep, yep. ditto for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Eagles looked good last night. They are really moving the ball, and, you know, their backfield is interesting. We've talked about it before. I mean, Blunt got in there last night, had a couple of good carries, but uh, and then Pumphrey's being drafted by fantasy players, but you know what? I thought Corey Clement looked really good. We saw him at Wisconsin for three years, and uh, I thought he looked good. He was an undrafted free agent, but uh, he's certainly a better running back, I think, than Pumphrey. Derek, what do you think about that backfield? Are you just avoiding it, or is Blunt the guy that you definitely want, or who are you after?
2: um i'm still just on darren sproles in the later rounds there i think there's just too much of a too much of a mess going on to be able to start any of those other guys at any point so um you know darren sproles is maybe a rb4 or 5 at the end of the at the end of the draft but other than that i'm staying away from the eagles backfield this year
0: all right we saw the jaguars play against the panthers last night cam newton got on the field i mean hey listen if you're a Andrew Luck, owner, you sure would love to see him on the field. At least we saw Cam on the field. He was two for two on his one drive. He only got to play one drive. He wanted to play more, but the Panthers made the right move by not bringing him back out. It was a TD drive. He ran the offense good, looked very good. Tom, at least we got to see him on the field, and I think uh, he's the same player that he was before the surgery.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to see a little bit more, but certainly it was encouraging what we did see from him If if you're targeting him as a, you know, just outside the top 10, maybe quarterbacks, you're feeling better about it right now. He, he did look good. He moved the ball well. Jonathan Stewart looked good. Uh, so, yeah, I, I feel a little better about Cam. I would like to see him more, but obviously
0: we won't now until week one. So you're still taking the chance here with him, but you're feeling better about him right now. Yeah, I would feel better about him right now. I haven't seen it. Uh, Like you said, I would like to have seen a nice long throw or something, but at least we know he's capable, that he's not at injury risk by going out there. Derek, Kelvin Benjamin, four receptions, 39 yards, one touchdown. His debut the first game, you know, he looked really good. He hasn't skyrocketed at all. I mean, he's at the beginning of the fifth round now rather than the end of the fifth round. But uh, do you think that he will continue to be value and maybe move up in drafts here?
2: I like him where he's going again. I think we talked about this on one of our first podcasts, um, and I think you mentioned that uh, you know another nice game will will start moving that ADP a little yeah. bit higher, and I think that's what we'll see over the weekend. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin is a is a, a solid you know wide receiver two in any of our in in any of our contests, and a lot of people are getting him at wide receiver three. That's just, that's huge at this point. So yes, I do think his ADP will we'll see it rise as we go towards the end here.
0: All right, let's talk about the Jaguars quarterback situation. None of these guys are going to be fantasy starters for us, but we're drafting Blake Bortles as a backup. Do we draft Chad Henney as a backup? I mean, neither one of them were all that great. Bortles was 12 with 16 for a touchdown. He still doesn't look like he could throw the deep ball. I mean, even his college coach is saying he's lost confidence It's more in his head than his throwing motion. I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. I think trying to get that uh, throwing motion better has just screwed him up. Let's just admit it, screwed him up. Tom, any interest here, and who are you predicting is going to win this quarterback job? (laughs) How about Colin Kaepernick? (laughs)
1: Uh, That's the the rumor coming out of Jacksonville today, and honestly, that's not a bad option. He'll kill their passing game even more, which is hard to believe, but they want to run the ball and play defense, so Kaepernick can help them there. Yeah, they're terrible. Well, they they can't throw it, and it, it's concerning that Leonard Fournette hasn't been on the field in a while, but hopefully he's ready for week one because he's going to be the guy. He has to be because they can't throw it. Orles is terrible. Henny is terrible. I want nothing to do with any of the receiving options. Fournette's the only one. Yeah. Sign Kaepernick. Go into Wishbone.
0: <laughs> give it to Fournette. <laughs> Why not? Nice. What the hell? <laughs> what do you think, Derek?
1: Huh? I love it. Let's love get it.
0: The yeah, old yeah. school Oklahoma style. Let's do it. Absolutely. Chris Ivory, 10 carries, 36 yards, and a touchdown. Any injured Tom? Tom has no interest. So is he still playing football? Can we put an end to this at some point? God, yeah. Yeah. At least these
1: fantasy owners aren't going gaga over his hard-running one-yard gains anymore.
0: (laughs) I always used to love that. I like Fournette. I still think, even though he hasn't played much in the preseason, this guy's a stud. I'm not worried about the foot. They're just being conservative. Derek, he's the guy to get, right? Still in the second round.
2: Still still a guy for me at the end of the second round there for sure. No doubt.
0: All right, sounds good. So we got a weekend of football, like I said. Patriots, Lions tonight, Chiefs, Seahawks. Tom, what are we looking for in those two games?
1: Uh, I think for, you know, nothing much in New England because they're not going to really show us anything with Detroit. Yeah. Let's see if Kenny Galladay keeps looking good in Kansas City. Let's see if Kareem Hunt keeps looking good and Spencer Ware keeps looking ordinary. Those would be the things I'd be looking for the most. Yeah, Derek, the Seahawks.
0: We're looking at the backfield still, aren't we?
2: Yeah, we are. Interesting to uh, watch Chris Carson again tonight. I don't know if I don't think ProSize will play again, so it's probably going to be Chris Carson led backfield. So interesting to see that. Want to see how Russell Wilson looks again? I think another big game from Russell will uh, start vaulting him. He's starting to creep into the seventh round almost. I've seen him going in the sixth round in a couple of drafts lately. So another big game from Russell, and uh, he may start climbing too. God,
1: he's good. He's so. He is good. I'm not going to get him anywhere, and I'm going to cry like a baby every week.
0: He's going to should go. have you had a chance to take him. I know mostly. I waited
1: one round too long. God,
0: I just he's going to go bananas this year. I just feel it. Yeah, I like him too. Awful. All right, so if you're going to watch any games this weekend, look at your stars because you won't see them for two more weeks because they are not playing in week four. I guarantee you that the NFL will still charge full value for your tickets <laughs> in week four. That bugs the hell out of me, Derek. Oh, yeah, me too. older just bugs the hell out of me. But So you're paying full value in week four, and you're going to see the 90th guy on their roster who will then get cut the next day. So you're looking forward to that. So this is the weekend, everybody. Watch your football, watch your stars, and then we'll see you in two weeks, all right? Five more days, everyone, until I leave for Las Vegas. Six more days until Tom and Derek leave for New York. Forecast in both cities is great. Good luck to everybody down in Texas in the hurricane. That looks like a terrible one. So be safe this weekend. You don't have to draft this weekend. Pick it up on Monday once that storm's gone. So, all right, good luck, everybody. We'll talk to you on Monday from the High Stakes Fantasy Advantage podcast. Have a great weekend.
2: Yep.